0: hey everybody you've reached the mayfair podcast i'm eric
1: i'm andrew and this is josh it is monday july 19th Mm -hmm. and i just
0: fought with the (laughs) (laughs) the equipment for a while every life in general nothing could (laughs) ever be easy why isn't anything ever easy it was scary for me i was like trying to catch the bus here to like do the cast and he's like we can't even cast yet the machines you know messed he said it better than that but that's my biggest nightmare (laughs) is just like the inconvenience of you coming in and just
1: being like, ah, sorry, go back
0: home. It would normally be fine, but I'm getting picked up after for bad movie night. And so my friend's wife is picking me up. And so I I, I always feel bad when like someone else, even when my own wife's picking me up, I feel bad. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, you know, I made you wait or whatever, but I'm like, you know, the see transpo with their time stops and they don't show up and it's like early, but then when you want it, it's late or whatever, or maybe, you know, whatever is most inconvenient for you. That's what happens. So I was like at Lansdowne two blocks away, on a time stop while josh is like well we're ready the machine's working i was like oh my god i'm going i'm like i didn't want to get off the bus and then have it be like and now we're moving i'm just like oh because the construction's still like a little wacky by the bridge there so it's not even it's just like i don't know what it is it's just like various pylons and stuff and bric-a-brac like i don't know what they're trying to do there but it's not yeah and if you would have gotten
1: off the bus you would have got to the mayfair's front door put your hand on the door and the bus would have passed you by.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't even like this the 7 which does turn and then cuz like the is pretty good. You can get off at the at the shoppers, you know, and then you're like you're basically here. Yeah. But for the 6, if you miss that, you know, by the library, this means nothing to non-Ottawa not people, <laughs> but if you miss like the one stop, it goes another like 3 blocks up the street and you got to go back and it's it's not that big a deal, but it feels like it in the summer when you're trying to be on time
1: this is why bands break up right it's so hard to schedule stuff and people seem very impressed with us that we managed to pull this off and we have fallback stuff where it's like lee could do a couple episodes or andrew and i could do one by ourselves or i could do one with you but it's just like uh it's never easy it's always something and then you know we just came back from all the lockdown times which kind of made life easier but still it just was a whole different
0: technology to kind of wrangle and we need a soundboard, like clips of me and Andrew, and you can just cut them together yeah. and just do it at your, at your house. <laughs> like like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, calling exactly. a pizza place. It'd be perfect. But then it's just Josh would just have us like laughing at his jokes or something. And he'd just be like a Josh monologue. I just go maniacal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, they're barely. It's just us being like, huh? Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is the Josh fest. Well, so yeah. So we opened up a
1: couple of days ago. Everything went well. It's been quote unquote busy, you know, because our capacity now is... 95 whereas in the good old days it was 325 and andrew and i were just chatting about how 95 seems like a (laughs) thousand but right before lockdown happened we were getting 200 people a night Mm from parasite so yeah it'll be interesting tiptoeing back towards that that was 15 years
0: ago (laughs) that was 15
1: years ago uh
0: well, and hey, cage sellout too. Opening night, yeah, that's it's, huge.
1: I think if this was the before times, Pig would be like Parasite. We'd have it for six weeks, mm-hmm. and it would be packed four or five nights a week kind of thing, or you know, kind of packed, half packed. But
0: I haven't seen it yet. I still haven't. I'll, well, I'll have seen it by the time this is l- listened to. But I'm seeing it tomorrow in real life time. <laughs> yeah. So no spoilers, but I'm just—it's like literally getting only rave reviews, even it's really from, good. from both of you. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I said it's going to be your favorite movie, (laughs) and I already know that. I I don't even need to know more. Like, I'm trying not to read too much, but it kind of seems like a movie where it doesn't really matter. Like, there aren't maybe spoilers per se. Like, it's 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 a pretty straightforward. It was more
2: straightforward than I was expecting. Yeah,
0: people. I think people have all these expectations because
2: it's like, oh, new Nick Cage movie. It's going to be like Mandy. It's (laughs) going to be you know, it's going to be like a crazy, violent. Yeah, and no, it's it's like a nice poetic yeah drama mm-hmm.
1: and like not to spoil anything or not to anti-climactic things but yeah i going in when i heard about this movie whenever i heard about this movie i thought it was going to be nick cage with a chainsaw killing people for kidnapping his pig
0: yeah because it sounds like john wick basically yes. i mean if you just read a synopsis of it that's what you would think especially I don't know with where cage. that came from i bet I, you a I, critic, I don't know
1: <laughs> i think a critic who hadn't seen it yet i bet like yeah it's, like, it's definitely like
2: someone who hasn't seen it would describe it that way mm-hmm.
1: yeah and that happens a lot nowadays you'll almost see reviews for trailers or reviews for like a poster or whatever but they'll be like this new nick cage movie's coming and they'll just assume that it's a big over-the-top thing but yeah. but yeah the reviews are bonkers and mm-hmm. it, it's there's no bad reviews like the lowest reviews are like you know an average review like a three or three and a half but most are it's funny because you know sometimes you know you're running a cinema every once in a while you show a movie that doesn't get rave reviews and you really got to dig to kind of find blurbs to put on the website and stuff Mm -hmm. that is not
0: a problem for this movie no and it just seems like it's like washing over people and they're just so and i think a lot of it is kind of like what andrew hinted at was just that people were like oh it'll be entertaining but stupid or ridiculous and then they see they're like wait what like it's actually really (laughs) good and they remember that nick Cage is or can be a great actor and it's almost like backhanded praise where they're like oh wait you know oh he's he did a good movie. And, and you're just like, well, he's done so many good movies. And we're showing Wild at Heart, and that's one yeah. Nicolas Cage. But the Nicolas Cage
2: in this movie, this is not the Wild at Heart kind no. of performance. This is... It's really... Dialed
0: down. Yeah, more heart than wild, basically. Yeah, Yeah. exactly,
2: exactly. Good way of putting it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really Yeah, he's excellent in it. he's so good. I'm
0: not surprised at all. Like, I I supposedly he had picked it partly because it was a little bit like that movie Joe that we rave about all the time. Um, Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like where he he could really sort of dig into that character and and be, well, not himself, but a version of himself. And it's
2: a little similar to Joe in that he plays a guy who's kind of living on his own and he's pretty estranged from regular society. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, oh, I'm so excited! And there's like a younger sidekick. Yeah, he's got of. like a protege kind
0: of like a younger, yeah, hereditary boy. Hereditary boy. Yeah, he's good. He was, <laughs> he was really good in the movie. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, he was great in that. I don't, I don't. I assume I've seen him in something else, probably, but I wouldn't have thought of it. But in hereditary, like he's so good. Good movie. I'm curious if this movie will
1: have publicity legs to get some Oscar nominations yeah. in. February? I don't know when that's happening yeah, yeah. now. I but... don't
0: even know when that's going to be, but yeah, because you would think. I mean, it's definitely, well, I'm a little biased, maybe, but even taking myself out of being, like, a huge Cage fan, from everything I'm seeing, it just, it does seem like an Oscar buzz type movie.
1: Well, you look at the post, not that long ago, but that big hashtag whitewash Oscar mm-hmm. debacle that was, when was that, five years ago? <laughs> I don't know. it seems ago? so long ago. But they, you know, it's never perfect, because the Oscars are kind of dumb, but in the in the few years since then, you've had Nomad Land and mm-hmm. Get out and other stuff like that sneak in there. so it's not unheard of, and especially that next year, I know they're officially going to the ten, so they'll have a few extra slots to stick in weird little movies. so mm-hmm. yeah, it could happen people people love a comeback, so yeah. even though it's not a comeback because he does twelve <laughs> movies a year yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, it's going to be a real I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how, and it won't be till next year, but how that one where he's playing himself being in a Tarantino movie. Like, oh, I, yeah. I'm very interested to see how that lands in terms of like, does it become a hit? Is it embraced? Does it get buzz or is it sort of like dismissed? Like, it's such a great premise that I just I, I want so bad for it to be a great movie and for people to continue the cage assance that we dubbed last week, I think. Yeah, it could be the next. John Malkovich, you know, yeah. being John Malkovich could be the next one of those. Yeah, no, that's that's the biggest thing. Like, I mean, I used to, there was a thing called the Hollywood Stock Exchange, or hsx.com, and it was like, you didn't pay any money, but you got, you sign up, you get like $2 million, quote unquote, to invest in movies, like real movie ideas that, you know, are greenlit, whatever. And so if it becomes a hit, you know, you make money, quote unquote, on it. I used to do this in high school all the time. I thought it was the best thing. A lot of the stuff never gets made, doesn't happen or whatever. But then every so often there's something that, really takes off and it just like it kind of makes me think of that you know where where you just sort of you're like oh you find out about this thing you're like oh that's a great premise great idea maybe good people attached and then it comes out and you're like "Eh." like one that i was really attached to was phone booth it ended up being with colin farrell but at the time it went through a bunch of different people and i mean it was it was pretty okay but i remember just that premise where you're like it's a guy trapped in a phone booth with a sniper on him and he can't move and you're just like I want that to be amazing. Like to me, that that's such a great, almost Twilight Zoney, a little bit, but not quite. You know, and 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 that's just it, that's how I feel with so many of these cage movies. Where I see the premise, I'm like, great idea, great idea. Please stick the 90 minute landing. But you know, I don't think I could write it.
1: It's like a, I was saying how, and I am not a sports person. <laughs> I but, can vouch for that. Yeah, but like in baseball, if you hit four out of ten baseball's thrown towards you yeah
0: you're the greatest player of all time yeah especially if they just keep throwing them <laughs> at you and you're like why is this a real works, game right? <laughs> machine yeah i can't really do this
1: and and then what like average good players are like 150 200 whatever yeah,
0: but, yeah which seems sounds bad to the average person but that's actually like you have are up to bat so many times you know? yeah but if
1: nick cage does four out of ten good movies yeah People, people make fun of him.
0: <laughs> so. It's, it's so... I've just... That's been the internet the last week has literally just been people who are like, oh, wait, wow, he doesn't just suck or, oh, he's finally a good cage or just stuff like that. You're just sort of like... You're not trying. Like, you're what you think he is, basically. Yeah. So, like, it's not Willis. Like, we make that... I, I, I don't feel sorry anymore for making that comparison. But <laughs> but even just with him, he's he's got two movies out in the last three weeks at most. Yeah. Maybe two weeks. Like... And I'm just like, where are these coming from? Even for him. Uh, like, and it's so funny to see. And uh, I noticed, I, th- I, think, I think it's Devin Sawa. He's in, or, or no, it wasn't Devin Sawa. My bad. It was a different <laughs> white actor of a certain age. It was um, the guy from uh, Agent Carter and One Tree Hill, uh, Chad Michael Murray. Okay. Uh, so he is in four Bruce Willis movies in the last two years. Wow. And it, like literally three of them are filming now. One is a sequel to one of the ones filming now. So he's literally, he's filming, I can't remember what it's called, like Fortress or something. And he's filming Fortress 2 back to back with another, a third Cage, or I wish Cage, Willis. And I'm just like, I don't even understand that timeline. Like, how do you even, <laughs> how do you pump out this? And that... nobody has seen any of these no, movies. I don't... Well,
2: I think these movies are shot in like 25, 30 days tops. If that, yeah. Like... And Bruce Willis is there for two days. Yeah. And his stand-in does most of the
1: work. Yeah. Does he really need the money? Like, why can't he retire? I don't understand. Because he doesn't have any love of the game anymore.
0: I Like, I feel bad for him. Like, Sort of. Yeah. Like, but he's inviting it on himself as well, though. And I, like you said, like, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine he needs the money, but it might just be a lavish lifestyle thing that yeah. he just can't stop. Or, I mean, he's been divorced at least once, so I don't know if that's part of it, too. I have no idea. Because you see other old timers christopher
1: lee or michael kane or helen mirren yeah they still like what they're doing they're still putting out good product and having fun in doing big sellout movies as well mm-hmm. but they're able to balance it and do some stage work and do whatever you know but yeah like, but bruce willis
0: man it's been a while since he cared yeah <laughs> it and it makes me sad the same with cage you know at the very least like he's not phoning it in and then you get something like pig and you're just sort of like why doesn't willis do that like yeah is he even capable of it at this point i don't even have an answer
1: yeah and i think it's gonna pay off i think we're gonna see more and more of those kind of really awesome cage movies in yeah the,
0: in the near future in I, the next I, five years for sure and i think honestly the next thing that he signs on for i think might be really interesting like because he's there are you know it sucks but better late than ever right to, to have these yeah. writer directors being like oh wait he's amazing still here being whatever you know like pluck him like uh, samuel L. jackson for pulp fiction or something like that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so Two things to talk about before we talk about this week's movies. Just two kind of cinema rules. The one big problem (laughs) we're having is, I think it's because we're getting a lot of new customers and it's the advanced ticket market. And I have learned that multiplexes tell you to show up as late as possible. Like they want you to show up at five minutes before showtime. Yeah. Go to their eight popcorn machines and grab a popcorn and play their
0: stupid video games and stuff
1: yeah get into the theater while one of their 18 pre-show not even trailers but like commercials are playing (laughs) we're the opposite of that where we're like yeah get here half an hour early grab your favorite seat get some popcorn because what happened on mandy sorry mandy what happened on pig you got me so excited for a second (laughs) there (laughs) was that we could have had 20 people helping out in the candy bar and thankfully Andrew was here and jumped into the fray and I was here and was kind of helping out where I could. But 80 of the 90 people, that might be a slight exaggeration, but 70 of the 90 people showed up at 6.43 for a 6.45 show. So I was in there and at 6.30, I'm like, well, that's weird. There's only like 15 people in here. Yeah. And then just boom. So we had to start <laughs> the movie like 15 minutes late. Everyone's cool. No one complained or anything, but... There's nothing you could do when that many people show up that late. Mm -hmm. And maybe, hopefully, people will be learning that we've got one screen, a tiny little fake candy bar that used to be a corner store, and there's nothing we can do. Like, it just bottlenecks. Yeah. So... I've tried to spread the word and get it on social media and that kind of thing. It's but like the one bane of our existence. Yes. Yeah. And it's like... I mean, it's, it's
0: great. It's, that's the know? thing, right? Like, that's where you're getting the money. But you're also like, well, listen, you're kind of like, ruining the movie we make for this yourself. How more
2: efficient for everybody? Yeah.
0: We have one popcorn machine. Yeah. So
1: we could have had... We could add four Andrews in there. Yeah, <laughs> and there's only so much you can do. It's you like know? multiplicity
0: in there. <laughs> yeah,
1: so there is that. So if you're coming to a movie, and this is kind of like preaching to the choir. If anyone's listening to this podcast, they probably are getting here early to yeah. grab a couch and settle in and whatever. So, but spread the word on that. The other thing, don't take pictures in the movie theater. What, <laughs> like during the movie? Oh, are people doing that again? Yeah, and and oh. again, there's some. Back of your head, they mean well. They think it's fun. It's publicity. They don't understand yeah. that that looks like we're allowing piracy. <laughs> but just the other day, someone for Heavy Metal took a picture, and I just happened to be home. So I, I looked at my phone. Oh, I, the screen? Yeah. And I, I was at home to, like, click over to watch an episode of something and saw my phone say, this is on Twitter. So I looked at it, and it's, it's a clear shot of Heavy Metal. Yeah. And you can see people and heads and, you know, Mr. Science Theater style. You can see it. And politely, but I just replied right away, direct oh, cool. message. I'm saying, please take down that photo immediately and leave your phone off and do not take pictures of the screen. Distributors don't like that. We don't like that. So I didn't get an apology, but he did take it down.
0: Were they watching the movie as the... Was, yeah. It so w- like literally you reply to them while they're watching the movie?
1: Yeah. Like whatever. Say it was like 10.03 and I'm at home about to watch something. And I was like, oh, dude. So they didn't take it down right away. So maybe they at least put away their phone. But like, just turn off your phone for 90 minutes. Enjoy the movie. And I get it. You know, playing devil's advocate against myself. They're taking a picture. They're excited to be out. They Mm. love the movie. They think it's a nice shot. They added us. And I'm like, well, don't do that. That's (laughs) That's like, you know, that makes it worse.
0: Except it was easier for you to to get them. True, true, true. true. down on it.
1: (laughs) So... You know, we're not angry. Yeah. We're just disappointed. Exactly. Please don't take pictures in the cinema. Leave your phones
0: off. Yeah, like I get it, you know, if you're like, show hasn't started yet and you want to take a picture of the inside to be like, I'm inside. This That's is cool. That's what the inside looks like. Yeah. You know, there's nothing happening. <laughs> if we've all done it. <laughs>
1: take a picture of the slideshow. Take a picture of the marquee. Take a picture of you and your friend in the candy bar. Yeah. Anything like that is great. All great. great. And, I, and I know it's a one in a million shot and we could talk a distributor off the ledge, but the domino effect is oh, you're letting people leave their phones on. Oh, you're letting them take pictures. Oh, are you letting them take videos? That's the worst case scenario of some distributors saying, well, we know you let people tape your movies. We're not going to give you a movie. So that's the worst, worst case scenario. But you know, it's the easiest thing to do is just don't take your phone out and take a picture during a movie. You
0: should have texted like whoever was working and been like, don't let them get a VHS tape. Like, uh, yeah, should have they been don't like, get to have one.
1: Like, Go down the aisle. It looks about halfway. it <laughs> would
0: have been amazing. Against the north wall. Yeah, you're like, I think they em. might be in the fifth from the front. I, I'm not really sure. That'd be great. Just with a flashlight going right at them. You. Who, who was it that posted that? You're not in trouble. Nothing can <laughs> yeah. happen. Just
1: tell us. FBI. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, that's too little going to an indie cinema tip. Get there early and don't take pictures of the screen. Wow.
0: Yeah, because I was going to say before the pre-bought ticket thing, like you wouldn't know, like maybe there would just be 15 people. You never know. Yeah. But then like you already knew it was sold out, presumably at that point. Exactly. So you're like, where the hell is everybody? And (laughs) and you just know it's coming. You're like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Having done this for several years. Yeah. You could just kind of set your watch to it.
1: We have a rather not packed. Again, it's like packed in quotes, screening of pig going on right now and everyone did a great job. It was staggered. Nice. People got here early. There was people waiting to get in when I opened the door half an hour before showtime. We started the movie on time. So oh, wow. everything worked fine. So I think we will all get more into this routine, probably just in time for it to go back to the next step of we can then let in 150 people or something and yeah. then we'll be a little bit more back to normal. But yeah, so criticisms aside it was a great weekend it was Mm -hmm. so nice to see everybody people so happy to be out and people are buying memberships and seeing some old faces and so all that is lovely and Mm -hmm. on friday on the weekend it was just we got more social media buzz on stuff than like ever and just people walking by and saying nice things and and it's just like i'm lucky i didn't have time to do an introduction to pig because i just would have been crying (laughs)
0: probably yeah you're like and also uh pre ahead of time nobody take pictures of the screen (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's uh, did anybody, have, have people been excited about the VHS boxes? And...
1: Yeah, I've gotten a few more little social media things of people taking their treasure that they brought home <laughs> and taking pictures of that and stuff Man, like that. So there's
0: some great stuff in there, and I've used that term loosely as well because there's some like great, not great yeah. stuff. Yeah, but yeah, like that's that's such that's one of the big things to look forward to coming back here. Like no other theater will you be able to get a free VHS, <laughs> a free VHS tape
1: man i look forward to them
0: all being gone yes yeah, but there's
1: still i don't know i think a dozen people have taken stuff from it and there's still ten thousand tapes up there yeah
0: I, I, hopefully there's at least a box gone I, I can't remember there were like six boxes or maybe I don't know. maybe maybe we can whittle <laughs> it down they're, to they're, five they're down boxes oh man yeah i'm, I'm excited to, i'm gonna be seeing the 415 of pig tomorrow so i, I hope it's still a robust turnout as yeah. these things go That's great for the first show, though, too. Like The first show of the day, I mean, like, this many days in, like, I'm glad that it's doing well.
1: It really makes me confident that the Mayfair will still exist in the near future. (laughs) Yeah. Because, understandably, there's probably people who aren't quite coming back yet. And I think when we get to that next step, which hopefully is soon, not too soon, maybe, because I'm still a bit agoraphobic like everybody else, or what's the word, like, still a bit afraid of the the next step. But uh, imagine next january february if we're just back to normal doing rocky horror doing the room that'll be so lovely but if we can stay on this course if we cannot go to lockdown five yeah that's the key
0: yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that i mean i don't i don't know i'm trying not to think about it i guess at this point because it's just been so like it feels like we've been clawing our way up the mountain for (laughs) weeks and months now and it's just like to finally be here i'm just like Okay, I know it's not responsible to be like, we'll deal with that when it happens, but we'll deal with that when it happens. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> the worst thing happens, we'll deal with it, and we just hope for the best thing.
0: Yeah, people just are excited about the corn, and we'll just focus on that for now. Yeah. The the, the cage and the corn. Cage and the corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the two best things about us.
1: So we have four movies next week again. That's kind of our normal rotation. So kind of more screenings. Very few, like, one-night-only kind of stuff anymore. Lee joked that... We've become more responsible business people because yeah. there's no money in doing one night only stuff. So, by spreading stuff out, we have new movies for like a full seven days mm-hmm. and then kind of nine o'clock movies for four days or three days. So, upcoming are two Ottawa premieres starting on July 23rd. One is a new true art house movie called Gunda, continuing our Pig Film Festival. This is a black and white film about a small farm where the main characters are i believe a mama pig and some babies and a one-legged tough kick-ass chicken and some cows
0: all right i did not know where your sentence was going (laughs) when you began and
1: there's no narration it's very simple it's and it's it's short it's like a 90 minute film okay and yeah it's just kind of exploring animal life and the animals that we interact with and i think a comment on how we deal with our food Mm. and but it looks really good. The trailer is mesmerizing. Wow.
0: So, are there any humans in it?
1: I don't think so. I'm pretty huh. maybe maybe the farmer shows up at the end to take a pig away? I don't oh, know. God. So it's like
2: Milo and Otis except yeah. <laughs> no animals were harmed. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. There that's, might be a thing at the end one. of like that chicken was harmed, but they ate it. So, we're sorry, but they, Yeah, like, they
0: lost the leg during filming. <laughs>
1: yeah. But so that that's our continuing our Pig Film Fest. Our other Ottawa premiere is getting a lot of buzz, and it's this new... God, what is it? Kind of like a a crime genre road trip movie called Zola, which I just learned is a true story that movies are based on comics, movies are based on video games, Mm -hmm. movies are based on books. This is based off of a Twitter thread. Wow. So this is a true story about an exotic dancer who fell into this crazy one night, stumbled into a crime storyline... And this is her story adapted into a screenplay. So wow. I guess while it was happening, she was tweeting about it and people took notice. And then somebody wrote a magazine article, then somebody wrote some more stuff. But All right. so that's what it, the, the trailer looks really fun. Like it's Man. it's a big, fast paced, two female main characters. But
0: it, it's one of those type movies, like big and fast and loud. Man, and... Man it sounds like a good double bill with the barb and star. I think it might it be like
1: a dark barb and star. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: That's so funny. Like at first, that seemed weird to base something off a Twitter thread, but then I thought about that "shit my dad says" show that yeah, Shatner was in, and it was like literally based on a Twitter thread. So it's, I mean, it lasted not long, but right. hey, yeah, that worked out.
1: And it got. I think it was nominated at Sundance for their big award. Hmm. So it, their they're big award <laughs> That's what it's called. The, the Sundance That's Big Award. <laughs> that
0: sounds pretty good to me.
1: <laughs> I wish I want to start an award show just to call it Man, The Big Award. The Golden
0: Thing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a thing. I don't know. <laughs> the
1: Angry Lion.
0: This is all good. I would take any of those, really.
1: <laughs> then I almost thought this was an Audible premiere, but maybe one of the multiplexes snuck it in during those hiccup times. Mm. But we are screening Minari which was up for half a dozen Oscars and one for Best Supporting Actress. Okay. And it's the story of a Korean family in America. And it's got Stephen Young, who people Mm. probably recognize from his big breakthrough role in The Walking Dead. Yeah. And then he left that and then got an oscar nomination for this movie so
0: oh man he was in uh, burning i think it was too that which was really good that was a
1: big one too yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's
0: he's so funny like he'll just appear in the most random things and i'll be like oh my god stephen young like he's, yeah. he's really good like and i think he almost started to get a little typecast by walking dead or that was the fear anyway i think and i'm just i'm so proud of his career and like what what he's been able to find like some really interesting material and it's like good news bad news
1: like Bad news. I don't know if this is a spoiler at this point, <laughs> but uh, I don't even watch the show, and I know that he he died on yeah, Walking Dead. He, he is no longer he's on no Walking longer, Dead
0: for whatever reason. Yeah, when you're not, he's on no walking longer dead. walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: he's quite dead though. But it's like that that door closed and the window opened to Minari. So it's been out for a while, but we're trying to get a hold of some of these Oscar films because we mm-hmm. figure our patrons maybe haven't seen them yet, or even if they've might have seen it on the small screen. It's nice to see it in uh, cinema as the filmmakers intended. So. Definitely. So that's our three new films this week. Then our classic this week is a belated screening of The Shining. Oh, yeah. Because July 4th was the 100th anniversary of the Overlook Hotel Ball. That in itself, does that count as a spoiler? I don't know. The movie's 40 years old. I don't know if it can. So we won't explain why that means something. Sure. But an important plot point for The Shining, if you haven't seen it, is the Overlook Hotel and this 4th of July ball. And so it's kind of fun that it's the 100th anniversary. We would have loved to have screened on July 4th, but sadly we were closed. So almost kind of jokingly, we're like, here is a belated 100th anniversary of this event
0: from the film. Man, and it's, yeah, and it's like the classic photograph from the film if anyone knows a photograph from the film basically like like that's like that's not even a spoiler but just no. it's one of the things when i think of the shining i often think of that still frame basically did you
1: see how i stumbled on that somebody thinks in the background of that photo is a weird looking monster and oh yeah yeah it, i i think all it is is like two blurry people or a shrub or something but now that has been pointed out to me i can't unsee it that there's some big, weird Muppet monster at the back of this photo.
0: Yeah, I had never even heard of that until you pointed it out, and I was like, uh... <laughs> yeah, that, it's like, because, it, I don't know, it's easy to, like, to visualize these things once someone said it, too. But, yes. like, the, there's, like, the three men and a baby ghost, or whatever it is. Like, there's these weird little things where people, oh, I swear you can see in the background or something, and you're like, I, sure, sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. I like fun, weird stuff, so, you know, good. And then we'll just quickly mention that two movies we know are coming up are...
1: A pair of Ottawa premieres, one called Hope and one called Curiosa. And you can find more information about that soon on our website and stuff. So, yeah, so we did it. We got through one week of being back, at being a cinema again.
0: Yeah, and I've almost seen the Cage movie, so that'll be, <laughs> that'll tie it up. My, my wife is, like, wavering. She's probably going to come tomorrow, but she's, like, wants to leave it open to potentially not coming. But I was like, well, you know I have to go either way, so <laughs> yeah. don't make it weird for me. And, like, it's, I'm saying it's date night, but really it's, like, Cage night for me. Cage with, night. <laughs> with my wife there as well. It's very romantic. Yeah, so I keep telling her. But it's a, it's a meditative thing on you know loss and i don't know food whatever keeps i send her like all the five-star reviews i'm like see other people say it's good yeah josh liked it i wish we knew like a truffle shop in town because that would be a good Mm, cross promotion it's true yeah (laughs) well when we bring it back inevitably for the cage film fest For, for its oscar run yeah yeah
1: okay so we're gonna wrap things up Andrew and I are both on the job, so we got to get back to
0: uh, working. Yeah, my ride is outside and I'm like, oh yeah, just uh, finishing up. <laughs> I'll be there soon. It's That's the good thing about being able to bring popcorn. It really gets to people to let, you know, yeah. you didn't let them down so much.
1: So thanks for listening, everybody. You can go to mayfairtheatre.ca and all the normal social media spots to find out information on stuff that we have coming up. Thanks for coming back this week. It was so nice to see everybody and we hope to see... More of you soon back inside the Mayfair Theater for Big Screen Movies. Thanks,
0: everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I'm going to bring a cardboard cutout of my wife so that I can sit in the couch alone (laughs) and nobody can be like, he's sitting alone. i would be like, no, no, it's my wife. It's like in L.A. (laughs) when you got to
1: pretend to have a mannequin in the car. Yeah,
0: it's not weird.
2: Seven and a half, right? Thank you
0: welcome to the seven and a half floor of the merton Plummer building
2: my name is craig schwartz and i have an interview with dr lester please have a seat mr juarez my name is schwartz my name is schwartz which of these two letters comes first this one or this one the symbol on the left is not a letter sir damn you're good do you know that I don't even know your name or where you work? And 50 other lines to get into a girl's pants. <laughs> yeah. So honey, have you thought any more about us having a baby? I
1: think that maybe we should just wait and see if this job thing pays off.
2: There's a tiny door in my office, Maxine, and it takes you inside John Malkovich.
0: There's no such thing as a hole into somebody's brain. Yes, there is. <gasps> you see the world through John Malkovich's eyes? <clears throat> And then after about 15 minutes... And that's not me. I didn't say that. They're spit out into a ditch on the side of the New Jersey turnpike. It was amazing. Where the hell are we? We're is subconscious. Do you think that it's kind of weird that John Malkovich has a portal? I mean, do you think that it might have some sort of significance? What is going on? Huh? I discovered that portal. It's my head!
2: John Cusack. Cameron Diaz, Katherine Keener, and John Malkovich. Malkovich! And... Malkovich! Being John Malkovich. Hey, Malkovich, be fast!